Welcome everybody to the KR Scoreboard. We are excited to bring you another week of exciting sports action in the world of NFL. Here I am, your host Darth, along with my friend Cheese. Cheese, how you doing today, bud? What's up, everybody? I'm doing finey good today. Finey good. Man, last weekend we had what I would say was probably the craziest week of football that I've ever seen. If you were a top team you were looked at as being, you know, the favorites to win your games because you were going against some pretty low bottom feeders. I mean, especially with a team like the Jacksonville Jaguars with only one win on their record. But, you know, those underdogs, those Rudies, they uh, they came out with the victories this past weekend, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they did. There was, this was one of the most disappointing football weeks I've ever encountered. Uh, because just winner winners of the game, supposed to be the game, became the losers, and the losers became winners. That's how I looked at it. Because like you got you got Denver defeating just, just no, demolished. I, I, I I'm sorry, that's the first game I have to say. Is Denver to me uh, is just destroying Dallas. You got fucking um, what is it? The Giants defeating Las Vegas. You had yeah. Uh, Green Bay just oh that was just Green a, Bay losing to Kansas though they didn't have Aaron Rodgers you know they didn't have Aaron Rodgers but still it was a disappointing game you had you had well, the Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars facing the Bills and that was no touchdowns just field goals and Jacksonville came out with the, the win the highest is, scoring team in the NFL held to six points by the team with almost the worst record in Jacksonville hadn't won a game in the United States in over a year. The only game they had won was in London this year. Yep. The first kickoff, uh, first uh, field goal was yep. in London. That was the funny part. Um, so I have to say it was just pretty bad week. I did not enjoy it, but, man, there was interesting plays and stuff that happened during football that mm-hmm. was interesting. And there were some good games. You know, Minnesota played Baltimore really tough. You had Tennessee and Los Angeles uh, Sunday night, which what I thought was a really good game. Um, Los Angeles Chargers and Philadelphia. Man, Philadelphia Eagles look like a team that's trying to click right now in ways. Uh, their think, offense kind of looks a little bit dangerous. I don't know about that. I think Atlanta Falcons look more of a click on offense than oh, anything think, because, man, they defeated New Orleans and destroyed them by 27-25. Yeah. And, that goes on to the situation we have to talk about Cordell Pat- Patterson. Oh man, the that everyday Swift Army everyday knife. man, the Swiss Army knife. The they they call him that. I I just that the guy runs and, and just and just plays football. He doesn't care what position it is. They were to tell him, look, we just need you to snap the ball. He'd go out there and snap it, and he'd probably do a damn good job of it. Um, I mean, receiving wise, rushing wise, he's just a threat, and in the return game as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. Cordero Patterson, he he's kind of one of those scary players. Might end up being uh, someone to watch out for later on in this year, showing Atlanta be a playoff team with them coming off zero and three to start the year. Yeah, 
and yeah, big surprise. It's so hard to look at Cordell Patterson and just looking at his stats like me and Dart just got done looking at was him being in the league since 2013. Never really made a name for himself except being the kick returns because he mm-hmm. had a few yards, good touchdowns, great plays. Was but, in New England for their Super Bowl run in 18. Yep. And But, man, he was more switching to offense on rushing and then receiving, and then he found his... And now he's the guy that they, you know, depend on. Yeah. they you know, More than anybody else. I mm-hmm. mean, Being the league for what, since 2013, 2000? Yeah, that's a veteran for you. Like eight years? Yep, 2013, so yeah, eight years. Wow. That's a veteran, man. That's a guy that knows the ins and outs of the game. That's knows good. tendencies. A lot of good games that happen, but, like, it's just... And then you had Monday night. Monday night was stupid. I hated <laughs> Monday night. Monday night was fucking retarded. I I just... I'm you, sorry, but, like, it's You just... had a no call on a face mask. You had a defensive pass interference that was nowhere near a defensive pass interference. You had a ref... You had a taunting call that... I don't understand how it was taunting. Then, yeah, the ref, you know, sticking his, uh, sticking his butt out for... Cassius March to run into it and then throwing the flag on him. Oh, he was running over there to taunt. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> Come on, you can't just cause a penalty. Yeah, but the thing is, though, that's his excuse, but he could have thrown that flag when he was running to him. Yeah. He could have thrown that flag. You can't predict anything. You just got to do it. Yeah. You got to do it when it happens. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you get bumped. He forced bumped you, uh, and then, then, all, bump. then all of a sudden, you got to call it and then call it a fucking different yeah. play? I'm sorry. Yeah, the... No. I did hear reports that the flag that was thrown did have a small print that said terrible towel on it. Terrible towel. Because <laughs> it's yellow. <laughs> terrible towel. That's fucking hilarious. Uh, but this week was pretty interesting. Uh, and the- Minnesota. Can Minnesota catch a break? No. Minnesota is probably the best. Three and five team out there. Three yeah, and six team. You got Baltimore winning like what every game so far. That they have over overtime. Baltimore is a team that has got a lot of grit to them. They don't give up. Yeah, but man, that the luck game's is not gonna over run out. It's over. The luck is run out. The luck will run out in the raw moments. I mean, it may run out, but you know, it it just builds them up as a team together, knowing that they can get through situations like that, and that's what the playoffs are. Situations like that, man. You want something I noticed for the past what? Nine weeks now, we've been seeing wide receivers going over 100 yards, 150 yards, mm-hmm. 160, sometimes 200. No one broke 150. No. No, Cordero Patterson, the highest with 126. Wow. Rushing. Like, 137. Well, I'm sorry, because he's injured now. Well, you know, it was uh, it was just a weird week in sports, man. I didn't like you know, it. Cleveland last week, you know, beforehand had lost their game in a close game, low-scoring game, and then they come out without OBJ and look like a team that can't be stopped. Yeah. It cannot be stopped. But uh... And Joe Burrow getting his ankle snatched by Denzel Ward. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He says, oh, my God. Um. We're going to have to talk about one play that happened during the Patriots that a lot of people have been questioning about. And I want to ask you, since you asked me first, I'm going to ask you. Mac Jones did that dirty play pulling that one to, uh, one player's leg. Do you think that was a dirty play or was he a dirty player? To give 
the answer that I have, I would say no, that's not a dirty play. You know, you're taught that, you know, if you know there's a fumble. If you can't get to the ball, you don't allow the other person to get to the ball. But there are unwritten rules to certain sports and certain leagues. You know, baseball is notorious for them. Uh, you don't do certain things where a pitcher will take your head off, you know. But um, you have these unwritten rules, and one of them is, you know, you don't do anything to try and, you know, hurt a player because, and, and that's just a, a rule anyway, should be just a regular rule, but you don't do anything to try to hurt a player because, you know, that's their career, that's how they make their livelihood, you know, that's how they feed their kids and whatnot. And some people took, you know, took offense to how Mac Jones did what he did. And, you know, that's maybe him being a rookie and not understanding how to do certain things maybe. But, you know, that that's a ball move in my opinion. That's a football move. You don't let the other guy get the football. I, I agree with you on that because the, he said he thought he had the ball. And that's a good excuse because he just on one angle it does look like mm-hmm. he had the ball. But then again, it's a fumble. You're supposed to stop people from getting the ball. If you can't reach it. Yeah. That football 101 right there. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a football player right now and they taught you something different, please hit that comment. Oh, yeah. And tell us. Because in, from us, it's just, that's that's oh, what no, you're we, supposed to do. We taught fumble drill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we taught fumble drill. That was their favorite thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I remember my coach, fucking, uh, that was one way of testing if you had a cup or not. Oh, yeah? Yeah, line you up. Nice oh. and different. And then he'll throw the ball right at your nuts. Oh, no. You you see a lot of kids horse collaring when you do fumble drill. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, he'll throw out your nuts, and then, like, when that happens, everybody knows that's a fumble. Mm-hmm. It gets their reactions. Ah, that's why I got it. Every time you see a ball, go. And Hosky. Hosky. Just Hosky. It's just, it was nice back in the day. But nowadays, they could have taught you something different. Like, you know, they nowadays, they don't even know how to tackle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just they just throw their whole fucking body at a person, yeah, and hoping they fucking fall. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but you can't do that to what Henry. You can't do that to no. DK. You can't do that to especially if you're a defensive back. You can't do that to Henry. Yeah, you just can't if you're you literally bigger. Josh Norman. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or Earl Thomas. But uh, or Earl Thomas, there you go. <laughs> um, but it's just it's been a really crazy week, and I think I agree with that whole Mac Jones is not a dirty player. He's just doing his job. He's just doing his job when something happens. Yeah. And, that, and I won't blame him for that. Um, But we already got a ton talking about the Monday night refs. So that was disappointing. Like, the refs were pretty disappointing. Yeah, I did not like that they had so much control of that game. Because, uh, I mean, regardless of, you know, what the record is for Chicago, they, they could have had a win that night. Yeah. That could have been an easy win for them. But, man, they could have... Chicago could have won. Mm-hmm. Chicago could have won. And I would have made the biggest ba- breakthrough of my entire my entire fucking career picking fucking goddamn games. Okay? <laughs> like, that's... You, oh, you, I was on point, but I was not on point. Uh, I was one in five. Oh, uh, you was on point for me. I, uh, yeah, fuck you, okay? I was on point <laughs> for, one, for the underdog, okay? I was almost on point for the underdog, but it ended me costing me a lot to a point that... Darth is actually tied with us. Yeah, we're, we're tied, tied with now. It, it, it was nice. We'll go over all those uh, here later, but let's let's get into these full recaps here real quick. We had Thursday night, which was New York Jets and Indianapolis Colts. Uh, 
a high-scoring game, actually, higher than what I thought it was going to be. But the Colts, you know, using Jonathan Taylor, workhorse man, 172 yards, two touchdowns on 19 carries. I mean, guy was just on fire. That offensive line opening holes for him against, you know, a defense that I thought was a little bit better than what they sh- came out and showed uh, Thursday. You know, they looked like they had a little bit of fire in them from the week before against Cincinnati. But, you know, Indianapolis came out run game, controlled the clock, controlled the tempo. Naeem Hines was 74 yards and a touchdown to add in with him. Uh, Jonathan Taylor uh, on the ground game. So it was just a really good game by that offensive line. And you know, Josh Johnson coming in and playing for the New York Jets, you know, expecting to see a lot of Mike White, but Mike White went out and Josh Johnson continued uh, with the passing game with 317 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. So New York Jets passing game was, you know, doing some things, but their run game, they don't really have a good uh, dependable running back that they can rely on to control tempo, and that's what they really needed in a game, you know, that's going to get as high scoring as what it got. Yeah, but there is a problem with the Jets. They're the Jets? Huh? They're the Jets. You're the Jets. <laughs> Look at the quarterback situation. Zach Wilson, he's injured. Mm-hmm. Mike White, second string, injured. Yep. Now you have this Josh Johnson. What a fucking name. Okay, let's just get this straight and- here. A Josh Johnson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Josh Johnson. Terrible. Just. And you know, terrible. Mike White was doing good uh, before he got injured. He was 7 for 11, uh, 95 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. So, I mean, he was really good. He was 121.4 rating at the time. Yeah, dude, he, he was on point. Um, that, is that, that something might be something we need to talk about. What's going to happen when Zach Wilson becomes uninjured? I think Josh. I think Josh Johnson's going to take another opportunity and give Zach Wilson the extra rest because right now they don't what care. What about Mike White? Mike White. Who gives a shit about that guy? Okay, he hasn't played. A, he played two games. One game he did great. He got injured. I'm just saying. I'm just Bro. saying. I understand he threw seven at eleven. And then the game yards. before against Cincinnati. The games, yeah, the games, well, yeah, but still, I don't think we're going to be seeing him as a starting quarterback. It will be at least a year or two. Did mm, the Zach Wilson get Josh Rosen? Oh, maybe. Oh, but not by, but not by Mike White though. Uh, I, I think so, man. I think the Jets have a battle of quarterback positions. That's weird. It's like, weird to say. Like it is because it's all, it's not just one. It's not it's not just two. It's three. Yeah. Three of them are going after it. And Josh Johnson proved it in this game that he so, can score points. Not win a game, but score points. And to be honest, other than the Tennessee game, Zach Wilson hasn't really shown a lot of uh, ap- aptitude in you know being able to pick up blitz schemes and be able to pick up zone coverages and yeah. Getting the ball to his receivers and stuff like that. So I mean, I think he's just too small. I th- listen. This is not the nineteen eighties. So when you draft a quarterback out of BYU, you're drafting them off of a name, which is BYU, and it's not the same BYU that it used to be. You know, not when they were winning national championships and had Heisman Trophy candidates like Todd Detmer and Steve Young and all them. 
This is a different BYU. Mm-hmm. You have to not pay attention to the name. You can't just have a quarterback come out of Notre Dame and expect them to be Joe Montana. You know, guys have got to quit doing that. Scouts have got to quit doing that. Yeah. That's what kills me about this. It's like, it's obvious. Quit doing it. <laughs> I'm not a scout, but I know not to look at these teams because they play the Alabama School for the Blind every Saturday. Of course they're going to have 500 passing yards and six touchdowns. It kills me. It kills me, too. It kills me. You, you know, it that's kills where you more. have guys like Russell Wilson, who go from NC State playing in the ACC to go in and play in Big Ten football with Wisconsin, playing in two different powerhouse conferences, not with any powerful, you know, big-name teams, mm-hmm. and then comes out and, you know, he shows he's got some grit because he always had to play every Saturday for his freaking life. Mm-hmm. He had to go up against those Miamis. He had to go up against those uh, Ohio States and Michigans. That's the kind of guys you have to look at. Not the people, not the people that just you know. Well, Dak Prescott played Mississippi State. Who'd he play every week? LSU, Alabama, Auburn. Yeah, I can agree with. Had you. them their number one spot first time in school history, and then people are like, "Oh, he's not going to do anything." Man, that guy had to play for his life every Saturday. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna go to we're gonna go down to the Browns for the forty-one over the Bengals sixty. This was a disappointing game. Such because, a surprise! Like Joe, man, Joe's no touchdowns, two interceptions, and Chubb had three hundred thirty-seven yards. Sorry, with two touchdowns, and Peoples Jones, man, became like that new. When who cares about Beckham? Yeah. They don't care about Beckham when, no more. When the Cleveland Browns defense is on. It allows the offense to be able to play free because they know no matter what happens, their defense is going to get them turnovers. They're going to be able to get back on the field. Mm-hmm. So then they just play loose, and Baker Mayfield's able to make plays. You don't have a diva like Odell Beckham, then you don't have a lot of trouble in the locker room. I don't see why as a diva when I don't see him much really in the past two years when he was in the Browns. Well, in the Browns. He's not in the spotlight, but he's he's a diva out of the spotlight because you know he was when he was in the spotlight. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows the New York Giants yacht picture. I mean, everybody knows that. That was a funny yacht picture. And look what their record's been since. Yeah. Just abysmal. Mm, yeah. Atrocious. I love it. Might as well have fun with fame, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they think. Yeah, okay, I guess. Um, but, but that was a it was a very surprising game. Bengals on a slide right now. Lost two straight games. Mm-hmm. Went from being five and two, number one in the AFC, to now being bottom in the AFC North and fighting for a wild card spot. Yeah. So I mean, that, y'all looked at them that they were going to be that fucking number one seed, number two seed. Mm-hmm. Now fighting for a wild card. Just that, that AFC man, AFC North, AFC West. A lot of those teams are all right there in that midsection where any one of them could win the conf- or division. Yep. That making a whole conference more interesting instead of mm-hmm. just a division like we are over here. Yeah. And where you have, and that's, you know, like with your comparison to the NFC where they've got so many teams ranked so high against the so many teams and so low mm-hmm. that this AFC might just be more competitive. Are we overestimating this AFC? I don't think so. 
I don't think so because they're losing a lot, and the reason why they're losing a lot, they're facing NFC teams. Mm-hmm. But we have three NFC teams on our side that are winless. I mean, yeah, and has one loss. When Jacksonville has Jacksonville's over at the AFC, mm-hmm. um, and Houston, mm-hmm. uh, and Houston, but it's gonna be a problem. I I just think that. They have more losses against the NFC than they have against the uh, their own NFC. Mm-hmm. I, I think mean, that's what made us look strong. That's what makes them look really difficult because that's what they're fighting for their lives in their own conference because they're fighting for it. When they come to us, we destroy them. Mm-hmm. We finish them. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. When you look at the NFC and you look at those top teams, I mean, those top teams are the top of the top. Yep. But you look at those AFC teams, I mean, they're all 5-4. and four. Some of them look really hot some weekends. Some of them look really down on other weekends. Is it just that, you know, AFC teams just play so much to their schedule and so much to who they're playing against and that they're beating each other up that it's just so hard to continuously win every single week back-to-back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're just having to take a blow here, a blow there as, you know, as they continue to win you know that that's something you guys will have to look at too um you know this afc the race though I, it's going to be very interesting it's gonna be a lot more fun to watch the afc <laughs> race in the wild card than i think it will be the nfc well i know you wanted to talk less about this uh i i was trying to continue talking about this because i didn't want to get to the next se- well segment. we're gonna go into the next game to continue on because we can't do this much <sighs> so we're gonna do the broncos facing the cowboys Broncos 30 to the 16 Cowboys. I'm telling you guys, wow. It ends that six-game win streak. And it was it was disappointing, I have to admit. I, it was disappointing because I was hoping for the Cowboys with my pick. But I was hoping for the Cowboys because it was the Broncos. They have, no, they have no good team, but Bridgewater said, I got this. I can't. <laughs> Williams says, I'm going to run it. I will say that the Broncos' defense, somehow without Von Miller, um, looked better than they've looked all year and put a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott. Prescott could not get a ball thrown at least, you know, without pressure to save his life. Uh, they were sending bl- different blitz packages. He wasn't picking him. I don't know if it was he wasn't picking them up or they were just disguising them really well, um, what they were doing. I mean, just, I mean, you let go of a big player like Von Miller, then you kind of have to throw all your scouting tape in the trash and try to scout the team differently. Yep. Because uh, you're going to have to play different. But still, I mean, regardless, with as much talent as Dallas has, they should not have lost the way they did. I can take a loss. I can't take a 30 to nothing blowout because those last 16 points were just garbage points. Yeah, they were. And it was against Turner. With Turner having those two touchdowns. Not C.D. Lamb, not Cal. Not Cooper. And Cooper, first drop of the season. Yeah. 54 targets beforehand, first pass drop. Mm -hmm. I mean. I think just everybody was just off their game this past weekend. I just just think. Sunday weekend. You know what I would think? They should never start Prescott. I think they should have rested Prescott, but I think it was good for Prescott to come back and then lose like that because now it 
puts a little pressure on him to where he knows, all right, well. We don't need the pressure, though. He didn't have the pressure before. I think he needs, I think they need the pressure. Hmm. I think they were getting too confident in Jerry's world. In Jerry's world. I think they were getting too confident. Oh. I think the guys on defense were, you know, getting too relaxed, too chill. Although, I will say, Micah Parsons, 11 tackles, 3 tackles for loss, 2.5 sacks. You came out to play, young man. Yep. And I get ask Cowboys a guy to tip their hats off to you because you came in as a rookie and played your ass off. Fucking pathetic. That's all I hear. That's all I hear. He's sucking his dick. Oh, uh, that's all only right. because uh, Seattle didn't play this week. We don't hear. I'm relaxing. It on I'm relaxing. Yeah, you better relax than relax because you got two that you got to suck next week because well. they're playing each other. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go to the Texans and the Dolphins game. Dolphins defeated the Texans by 17-9, and the team combined for nine turnovers. It was not a good day for offenses. Um, If you are fans of either one of these teams, you probably didn't watch the game. Uh, You probably went out, had a nice Sunday dinner, probably just chilled with the family because... Neither one of these teams were going to do anything. They were both coming in 1-7. and seven. Somebody had to win the game. Somebody had to lose. And it really didn't matter. Uh, Dolphins, you guys have disappointed me all weekend. I didn't want to even pay attention to this game. Uh, disappointed me all year. I meant to say you disappointed me all year. Because I picked you guys as a surprise team to come through. You should have been a good team this year. The defense did not show up as it was supposed to. No. Like it was last year. I thought it was going to make a bigger impact with Tua. Tua has been out for a while. They got Jacoby Brissett playing. Gaskin, I mean, this dude is a huge disappointment, as you know. I'm letting him go. Something's telling me not to let him go, but, like, it's just like. I would let him go. It's so so fucking hard trying to find a good running back to replace a running back. If I was his dad, I would let him go for adoption, even at this age. No one wants him. I I would change my name. I would change my name. Uh, So the Falcons defeated the Saints 27-25, and that was a very upset game right there. That game right there, the Saints with a comeback on them in the fourth with 22 points. Almost won the game. Almost came back. Took the lead there in the final two minutes, and then Atlanta comes back with a beautiful pass and reception from Cordero Patterson. I mean, high step, toe touched the line, got away from touching it. I mean, he was just... He was all over the place that game. Yeah. He's just there, 126 yards. Uh, Matt Ryan to 343 yards mm-hmm. with two touchdowns. You, that was, game was amazing. Uh, the Saints, I just don't know what you expect out of. It's hard to know what the Saints are going to do this year. They're kind of like those AFC teams right now that are 5-4. and four. I mean, they're 5-3, and three, but, you know, they come out and they beat the crap out of Tampa Bay, but then they lose to Atlanta. Now, I know Atlanta's surging right now, but. Man, it just it, it surprises me. I know they're missing Jameis Winston, but last week, you know, Simeon looked like he was able to take care of the ball. He was able to get connection to guys in the passing game. And they looked, you know, really sharp. But then this week, really dragging along, really trying to get to fill the game. And then fourth quarter, boom, there it is. Mm-hmm. So what is this team? They, they can throw up 22 points in a quarter. But they can also throw up zero points and a half. 
it's just so hard to really tell because like now you don't have Jameis Winston. You have Seaman. Simeon. Simeon. I just want to say Seaman because that's how it is. But Trevor, I'm going to say, he's okay. He was okay with the Broncos when they let him go. It was upsetting, but it's whatever. Mm-hmm. That was the best choice. They didn't really grab a better quarterback, really, except Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. But Bridgewater was a backup for the Saints. I will say this. Atlanta... <laughs> The last few weeks has really kind of come together as a team. <clears throat> Whereas the Saints are trying to come together, but they've just had so many missteps. Yes. And in saying that the Saints are still 5-3 and three, with losing one a Hall of Fame quarterback this year from Drew Brees retiring, and two, losing your replacement in Jameis Winston to an injury... And still being able to show that you're competitive in games, Sean Payton might be the best coach in the NFL. You think so? Sean Payton might be the best coach in the NFL. I'd say it's between him and Sean McVay and John Harbaugh. Sean McVay, I can really say, but it's because he's got. Do you know? I'm not gonna talk about it until we actually reach to the Rams game, but like, yeah. I think Sean McVay might have a better chance than Sean Payton. I think Sean Payton might be the best coach right now. Belichick's still looking like he's a top coach. I'm not going to count him out right now. If he can get Mac Jones into the playoffs and win some games, dude. Dude. And after he did the whole free agency this year, dude. He spends like $500 million. To own free agency and get the best quarterback in the draft. Mike Jones this year is the best quarterback in the draft. Oh, yeah, he is. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. He's better than Zach because he's injured. Better than Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Better than Justin Fields. Yep. Obviously better than uh, last year's uh, pick in Jordan Love. <laughs> but we'll get to that later. Uh, the next game we'll talk about, though, another surprise loss... Las Vegas Raiders down to the New York Giants. New York Giants win 23-16. to um, Really surprised there. Giants, it, it wasn't that Vegas looked bad. Just Giants looked good. Giants did look good. Like John, uh-huh. <laughs> Jones did a very good job. He only missed five completed passes, incompleted passes, and with two sacks, one touchdown. But the Javon Booker... Devontae Booker, 99 yards. He just, he was with 21 carries, too. It was not a bad game. And Las Vegas, I don't know what happened. You guys had such a good run. There was a couple interceptions. You know, the defense was able to get some interceptions off of Carr, but they were also able to, you know, capitalize on those uh, interceptions that they had by getting some touchdowns. So that's how the Giants uh, were able to pull ahead of them. I mean, Carr had over. Almost 300 yards passing for the day. Josh Jacobs, 76 yards rushing, uh, no touchdowns. I mean, I think there's a lot just going on with Vegas that, this weekend. If I'm just going to be honest, you know, they lost their, you know, coach for the year, our coach that's been trying to build their team. The previous week, you lose, you know, your 
receiver and rugs for a very unfortunate circumstance. Yeah. And then you end up cutting another receiver for a video that surfaced of him, you know, doing some stuff he shouldn't do and Las Vegas. Have Vegas, baby. It's Vegas. I think that was a bad idea going over there. What did they expect? I mean, seriously, what did they expect? You got to do some more restrictions on those contracts in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. More like, I think you need to build a, a facility just for your team. You need to have the team away from Vegas. If anyone goes to Vegas, you have to have stipulations. Yes. If you live there and play for the team. Because you're there all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's going to be hard for them to do that. It's going to be hard for some players to follow it. But Vegas Raiders are going to have to do that honestly just to cover their own asses mm-hmm. because something eventually is going to end up happening to it and they're going to have to walk out of you know a multi-billion dollar stadium because they can't keep their players in line yep so it's gonna be bad they gotta fix something but we'll just see how that goes i it's just but then again you know giants did play a good game but uh, what else will we have to talk about here? What's the other team? It's going to be have to be the Patriots facing the Panthers, like you were talking about with Bill uh, Belichick here. Pat shut down Darnold, man. Just yeah. shut them down. Darnold looked really hot early on in the season. Now he's looking like New York Jets Sam Darnold. Throwing three interceptions on the day, 172 yards, only 16 for 33. Uh, McCaffrey came back. Wasn't much of a factor in the game. I think they were playing um, him safe a little bit they, more. They were. He kind of reminded me of a pitcher with a pitch count. You know, they didn't want to do too much. They just wanted him in the game. Mm-hmm. You know. It's just, I, I, one thing I saw that was pretty interesting in that game was Stefan Gilmore picking off Mac Jones. Yeah. And that, that felt good for him. Well, I think uh, Jackson got a better interception for New England, that pick six. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a nice pick six. And, you know, everyone, like I said, talking about Mac Jones being a dirty player, I think it was just a football move. You can't really be mad at the guy for wanting to make sure that his team keeps the football. Yep. I mean, you don't want to be hurt. I get that. But it's not like he intentionally wanted to on that play go, I'm going to hurt this guy. No, it's it's football, man. And injuries happen. Wow. I get it sucks. You don't want to lose your paycheck, but you know, do like the other guys do and work hard and get back to it. And if you can't, then you can't. Yeah. So get back to it, man. Well, <laughs> uh, you just pretty much just say everything I have to say for, for this fucking <laughs> game. Because this game was just whatever. Patriots won it by 24-6 over the Panthers. Uh, but this game right here we have to talk about was interesting on many levels josh allen had himself a day didn't he josh which one josh allen (laughs) josh allen this never happened they did a research on this and this was pretty funny is that in the uh, in the nfl there's been multiple teams and players that had the same name Mm mm-hmm but they never really sack them pick them off or nothing yeah nothing ever really happens with them yeah no josh allen defensive end Mm mm-hmm Picked for off for the Jaguars, picked off, and forced fumble, and sacked <laughs> Josh Allen 
the quarterback for the Bills. That never happened in the history of NFL, and it, I'm very happy it happened. It was kind of a uh, kind of storybook for that to happen because with him being able to do that, they held the Bills, like I said, the highest scoring offense to only six points, no touchdowns, nine um, to six, and no, just all field goals. I, I mean, I saw every one of them in there, and you know to see. Josh Allen be the guy who's just, you know, right there for the pick. To be the guy right there for the forced fumble recovery. To be right there for the sack. I mean, it was just beautiful. And he kept pointing to his jersey. Did you see that? Pointing the back of his jersey. Showing Allen. Yep. Saying he's the real Allen. <laughs> Remind me of the real Slim Shady. <laughs> the real Slim Shady. I'm the real Slim Shady. They gotta make a meme out of that. <laughs> if you guys make a meme out of that, please let me know. Yeah, please let the scoreboard know. Uh, but we don't want any money. That was just a hard game for both teams. But man, the defense on the Jags showed the hell up and just stopped the Bills. Yeah. That's two teams that can they can defeat. That's high scores. I just don't get it. Uh, it was the strangest game anybody's ever watched. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many picks. <laughs> uh, the Vikings facing the Ravens. This was an overtime game, and I tell you this: the Ravens still continue to win every overtime. And the Vikings still continue to lose every overtime. <laughs> just not even overtime. Just winning every, every, mean, every other game. How do they find ways to lose? Can they please quit doing that? They would be such a good football team if they would quit finding ways to lose the game. I wish they can just fire Zimmer. Didn't they fire Zimmer or they're going to let go of him? That's what a lot of people talk about. But, I mean, still, I mean, they're they're there in games, man. They're there. They have the lead, and then all of a sudden they don't. I think you need to get a new head coach. Possibly. I mean, they were up by 14 points multiple times. Yeah, but then all of a sudden just a mm-hmm. And that's every time. Anytime you see them go 14 up, don't be excited. Yep. Don't be excited because they'll kill it. They are almost worse than Atlanta Falcons and the fucking Patriots in the Super Bowl. Mm hmm. I mean, it's been pretty bad for them. And uh, Justin Tucker just continues to show his fucking leg. Yeah, Justin Tucker's leg won it. He didn't have to kick a 66 uh, yarder, a 70 yarder, an 80 yarder, 90 yarder, or anything like that, but he had to kick a pretty good t- kick. But he still made the kick. Oh, he made it. So it was a good kick. Good kick. <laughs> um, but Lamar Jackson, man, had 120 yards rushing, 266 yards passing, and three touchdowns. I mean, what's going to happen now? And Marquise Brown, dude, is looking real good. Yeah, he but looks, he looks like he really uh, is Hollywood. Yeah, but I want to take it. I want to take the yeah Hollywood because he has bad movies and good movies. Okay, that's what's mm. happening. He's got a lot of bad games too. They have to look at a lot of drops. The kids still can't drop, uh, catch a ball, really, unless it's like right here, or if it's straight up fastball slant. Mad movies will still get you paid. So bad. They still keep on winning. It's like almost having, uh, um, what's the name I'm talking about here? That guy. That thing. That thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's good. Fuck, I can't remember. I like that. But it's whatever. (laughs) But it's whatever. It's whatever. We're going to continue on this one. The Chargers facing the Eagles 27-24. Chargers won that game. Uh, They just had to win it for a field goal. They had the chance. I thought Eagles was going to take that win, but I was wrong. The Eagles have been playing hard, too. Uh, It was a really close game. 
Eagles looking like they're starting to. <clears throat> Sorry, Eagles starting to look like they're coming along on offense. Uh, Chargers look like they're really still in that halfway point of being a good team. Not really there yet, but Herbert with 356 yards passing, two touchdowns. I mean, he obviously looks like a good franchise quarterback. Just keeping him protected away from sacks is what they need to do right now. Defense needs a little bit of work. Maybe get some uh, guys in linebacker, guys in secondary to help out Derwin James, help out uh, both on line. Um, but the Chargers, yeah, went ahead and beat the Eagles in this one. I was glad they beat the Eagles since my Cowboys lost. I, I needed some help, you know. I don't need anybody <laughs> trying to make no runs. When the Cowboys run. lose, you hope I your whole division I, loses. I don't need anybody <laughs> making no stupid run. Um, glad Washington was off. The Giants, I wish, would have lost. But, yeah, glad the Chargers won. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, go Chargers, I have to say for them. You know, go Bolts. Um... Packers facing the Chiefs, man. And without Aaron Rodgers, they put Jordan Love in, and he had his first touchdown of the game, but also his first interception. I'm telling and you this right now, he does not look good. He looks like a big bag of crap. If I'm going to be <laughs> honest. Um, there were so many times like guys would come running through the line, and he would just turn his body and throw the ball straight to the ground, just not wanting to get sacked, wouldn't try to extend the play, and... The Packers' I mean, draft oh. from last year, not last year, yeah, last year's, was my draft every year in Madden. Complete shit. Uh, just picking a quarterback and then not use him for two years. I'll say this, though. And I know the Chiefs are starting to make their comeback. They're 5-4 and four right now. But watching that game and watching Jordan Love, that Chiefs team... If they would have had Aaron Rodgers playing against them, would have lost. No, yeah, they, they the were. They're not a good team. The, right the defense now. did not look good. They got lucked out because how bad Jordan Love was. I would not be scared of the Chiefs at all. No, because that defense didn't look good at all. They no. beat a couple of wide receivers. Beat them. It's just mm-hmm. they couldn't get the ball there because of him. Yeah. <coughs> God, sorry, but uh, just it was a it was a close game i really thought the packers was gonna come back but then again like man what you can't give him that much uh that little bit of a minute a minute and a half and try to get him down there he's not an Aaron Rodgers, nah, he's... especially the way he played the whole goddamn game yeah you're gonna expect something so yeah, gonna... it was just not a good game by the packers the chiefs were able to win a game that they probably shouldn't have won or honestly definitely shouldn't have won um but this might be something the Packers have to worry about, man. This can be tough. They may have to worry about having to play without Aaron Rodgers for a little bit. Well, yeah, because uh, right now what's going on, the, he's, it's a small possibility, he said, on the McPa- uh, Pac McAfee show. They said it's a small possibility that he might not return for Seattle game on Sunday. And that will hurt them because if that's a loss. I mean, more losses are not good. It's not going to look good at all for Aaron Rodgers and for the Packers. Cares where he plays though in the playoffs. Yeah, because he he did he did okay. So like I think right now, Aaron Rodgers found his 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 opportunity his opportunity to leave the team. Mm -hmm. This whole COVID situation that's his opinion. Okay, that's fine. You shouldn't lied about it, but you know you, you we feel your opinion. He was immunized. 
Not vaccinated, immunized. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. It's just whatever. I, I, it is what it is. You can't fight it. Everyone's... You just can't fight it. So, hopefully... I just... I think that... With Rodgers being gone, that's... And seeing love at quarterback and... I mean, I know they got Bortles coming in, but... Good grief, man. If you got to rely on Blake Bortles to be your franchise quarterback... For this year? To finish this year? Woof. Woof. You know Aaron... And you know Adams is going to leave, too. Oh, he will most certainly leave. And I would not be surprised if Jones leaves. I wouldn't be surprised if... After he's Green got Bay that contract, leaves. that big-ass contract oh, you got from... Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck the money. I want to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. But a lot of kids nowadays go for more money. Yeah, I know he's got to worry about that, but, you know, I don't want to win a Super Bowl. And if Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be your quarterback and you got to rely on Jordan Love or Blake Bortles, you're not winning a Super Bowl. Man, you don't have they the first... They lost to a bad Chiefs team. This Chiefs team is not good this year. No, it's not. And they That was a hopeful of them actually being a 8-1 a instead of being a 7-2. and two. Um, but the Cardinals, they are once the un, only undefeated team, and when they lost their game, that's fine. But, man, they still became the number only team that's 8-1. They're, they're the top team again, 8-1 uh, over the 49ers last weekend, 31-17. I mean, it, that was without Murray. Yeah, that was without, without Hopkins. Murray and Hopkins, just... And Connor just... Connor went off. Dude, I should have never let him go. And Colt McCoy, he looked like he was a freaking MVP quarterback like Kurt Warner was out there. Yeah, he looked really good. I was very shocked. 14 in the first quarter, 3 in the second, 14 in the third, and none in the fourth. They didn't give a shit at that point. I knew you were happy to see Christian Kirk going off. I was. I was. I was very happy he went he, off. He made some plays in the passing game. It wasn't enough. And it wasn't it enough. It wasn't though. enough, but it was still fun. Yeah, it was still fun. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. It was good game. 31-17 over the 49ers. The 49ers stopped down, so that's good for us. I will say the 49ers did look good with George Kittle. Kittle looked you know, good in the passing game, looked comfortable, had a really yeah. nice catch. Yeah, but now I think, um, yeah, he's with us now. Yeah. They're on the bottom. Yeah. We're, we're third now, so we have a chance. We have a chance. We have a chance. He only missed. He, and this is a funny thing. He's coming back at week 10, like he said. It's week 10. It's coming. It's going to happen. And guess what? We're going to have Odell Beckham Jr. in our team. That's what's going to fucking happen. That's going to happen. Watch it. He'll be really good in the run blocking he ain't going to be running because we all know our run game sucks. Carson, fumble fuck. Just a f- big fumble fuck. And then you got Penny. That's just, move, bitch. Yeah. Move. Collins. Collins is looking good, but maybe cut the hair. He'll go faster. <laughs> He's just like, he made me cut the hair. Go faster because he can hit. You see him hit power horse, but you're not a beast mode. No. You can't. You got, He's definitely not number one, and that is, and the offensive line is is just still not showing progress of protecting quarterback. So something needs to happen. Otherwise, Wilson is might just be like, if I get sacked ten times within three games, I'm done. I won't blame him if he does that. Oh, definitely, because the offensive line needs to protect him. Yeah, he may be done in Seattle. 
Fuck you. <laughs> but uh, we're going to go to the Tennessee Titans-Rams game. This was a very shocking game with AP scored his 125th touchdown of his career. Oh, Lord, AP. Like, he acted like he was doing good. He was doing good, but not, not good enough. But I wouldn't say. That Titans defense really surprised me. Their defense I knew was good, but I thought they'd have issues with Stafford, but they got two pick sixes on him. Yeah. And I the, mean, that was... <laughs> wow. <laughs> they covered Cooper very, very well. Fucking, uh, it was it was a good game. Yeah. I enjoyed that game. I enjoyed the fucking hell out of that goddamn game. Titans looked really good uh, <laughs> Sunday night. And the Rams, you know, I, they're still a good team. You're still going to have to worry about them. You know, they just kind of looked a little bit off. Nothing too bad to worry about. They lost the game 28-16, so not too bad. But, you know, cleaning up some things. I think this was just the week that all the top teams needed to lose to make them realize that anything could happen to them. True. So now let's see who all responds. Who's going to be the guys who lost this week to teams they shouldn't have lost to? Who's going to be the guys who lost the tough games? Who's going to respond? Who's going to come out the next week and want to put up 60 points because they can put up 60 points? Is that going to be, you know, a team like the Rams who lost a close one with the Titans? Is that going to be the Cowboys after they got blown out by Denver? Is that going to be is that going to be Atlanta going up against the Cowboys after they lost a or won that close one against uh, New Orleans and just keeping the train rolling? I mean, you never know. This nah. weekend's gonna be a really good weekend to watch. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to watch. You got your Seattle team if they can pull an upset here this week without having an Aaron Rodgers possibly. Yeah, but we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna finish this oh, Monday night game. Oh man. We got hopefully the Rams and the Cardinals. I'm hoping the Cardinals will lose. And the funny part is we haven't faced the Cardinals yet. Mm-hmm. That's scary for me. If we can face Cardinals without Murray, I think we can possibly you guys do this. Had a really good game last year. That DK Metcalf chase down. Well, I mean, you didn't like the interception, but the chase I didn't like down. the interception at all. I did not. But, man, DK ran 22 miles an hour. <laughs> Can't fight that. Stat that. <laughs> um, so but, let's throw a flag on the play right now for uh, Monday Night Football delay a game or something. Uh, Steelers won this one. It looked like Steelers might try to run away with it. Bears were making a good comeback, too, though, like uh, New Orleans did. Uh, got real close to being able to pull it off, but you don't want to say refs ever won a game. Well, refs won that game. But refs can certainly affect an outcome. And, man, there was just, three, what was it, three? Three refs calls that were just terrible? There was about four of them, four or five. Four or five? It was just, that, one of them I saw, I saw the replay on, I was like, with Cash's Marsh. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Come on. That one is very sus. If you're going to call it taunting, call it taunting when it's fucking happening, not when he's running back and then bumps you and then fucking go and then throw a flag. What the fuck kind of shit is that? Yeah, that. And not not even him bumping you. You move in to him and. No, you bumped him. That's what happened. He didn't bump you. You bumped him. And that's just stupid. And even so, man, why can't a football player not go to another one and say, hey, we gonna come up here. We gonna stop your ass. Yeah. You ain't gonna move another damn yard on this defense. Why can't a guy do that? Why can't a guy just get into another guy's head, making him make mistakes, making him look like he's a fool, 
And you using that for your team, using that as an advantage, getting your team hype. The only time that now they talk shit is when they're walking away. Because they have to. Or or they do it when they're lined up. Yeah. I just... I don't know, man. The whole point of taunting is... I understand certain things. I understand certain things for taunting, but if he's coming up just talking smack, you gotta let that guy talk. He's making millions of dollars. He ought to be able to have free speech on that football field. That is true. It's just... It's whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm happy I see Cassius Marsh, though. He's a big Magic the Gathering player. Sorry, I'm going nerd here for a minute. But, uh... Magic the Gathering cards, you know, train cards. Yeah, Cassius Marsh. He actually owns his own store. Oh, yeah. And he's been on multiple YouTube uh, Magic the Gathering companies and playing Magic with people. It's fucking amazing. I love Cassius Marsh because he was play. He did play for Seattle, played for the 49ers, and now he's playing for the Bears. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's, he's a great guy. <laughs> great, great guy. guy. I bought cards from him. It was awesome. Great well, guy. Great Real guy. good guy. Um, But for the bye weeks for this game, for this week's, was the Lions, Seahawks, Buccaneers, and Washington. So, this week was interesting, like we were talking about beforehand. Like, it was... Not a good football day. It was a weird football. Like, we didn't feel good. We didn't feel... It was a Sunday. It was, yeah. Daylight savings time. You know, we all get together on Sundays. Uh, We usually got finger foods and, you know, some adult drinks. Yeah, we just, you know, partying. All friends, just, you know, having a good time. And, you know, we all still had a good time with each other. I mean, nothing bad happened. Yeah, but it's just, when it comes down to this Sunday, it was blah. It, It... and maybe daylight savings time. That's about all I can I'm say. I'm still trying to recover from fucking daylight oh, saving times. I'm having PTSD retarded. from it right now. Yeah, because I feel like it's 9 o'clock right I'm, now, but it's not. It's fucking only fucking 6 I've, o'clock. I've never slept so much in my life and still been tired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is like, oh my goodness. So, that that was an interesting Sunday. Um, and Thursday and Monday games. It was really great. Um... But man, I I guarantee you guys this. We're gonna talk a little bit more about the stuff that's happening next week, right after these ads. Because I tell you this, this next week, week ten's gonna be amazing. Everybody, you're gonna love it. You're gonna fucking love it. Oh yeah. So we're gonna take a little break here and take about uh, let uh, Gerbil do his ad thing here. You know, because sooner or later we're gonna end up doing our own ads. And welcome back, Gerbil, by the way. And Gerbil, yeah, speaking of that, welcome, welcome back, back, Gerbil. Hope He's you back from the honeymoon. His honeymoon mm-hmm. went to the second yeah. wedding of his. Uh, he went to someone else's wedding during his honeymoon. That was very yeah. nice and cool. That was cool. Um, I hope Hitting he relaxed the beach up and you know just enjoying time with uh, the new Mrs. Cope. Yep, exactly. She's fucking. She stuck with that name. Now she's fucking dealing with uh, it. Now she's, she's stuck with all of it. Yep. I don't stuck. know what she got herself into. She got herself and. Fucking Copel. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love you, Gerbil, man. But take it over. Let everybody know you're back. And uh, we'll see you guys in five. Take it away, man. Hey, guys. What's up? Thank you for the warm welcoming, boys. I uh, I appreciate it. I hope everybody's doing fantastic and enjoying the KR scoreboard as much as I am enjoying editing it, as always. Um, Yeah. I am back. I uh, hope everybody's ready for that. Um, had a wonderful time to honeymoon. I know you guys don't care about all that. You really want to get back to the podcast. So um, check out all of, our, all of our social medias, um, Instagram, Twitter, all of them. Every single thing you can think about of a social media, go check us out at Kodak Rage and all of them, on all of them, every single one of them. 
Um, besides that, go check out Sir Cheese, all of his social medias. I know right now he's really only got Twitch, so please go check him out on Twitch. Give him some love and support. And I will see you guys back on Twitch as well soon. But thank you guys and love y'all. And uh, I will see you guys again soon. Enjoy the rest of the podcast, guys. Welcome back, everybody. So we're going to start with week 10. And I'm going to tell you guys this while I was telling you before. This is going to be a very interesting week. So uh, I hope everybody's back into it. But before we start talking about these games that we picked for this week, we're going to be discussing the things that are going to be happening during this week so that could happen so in our opinion so we're gonna start with Wilson returning Wilson returning is gonna be very interesting I he did say he's gonna come back in week 10 I'm very very excited about that but I think it might be a bit too soon but it, it's against the Packers that might not have Aaron Rodgers it seems like he's trying to check himself in whereas the Seattle Seahawks are like hey we want to just make sure like, for sure, for sure that you're okay. Um, if I was him, the Kansas City offense did score against the Green Bay Packers. But, you know, not every defense is going to hold everyone scoreless. You know, if you're an NFL offense, you should be able to score points. But they still were able to get pressure to Mahomes. They were still able to get back in the backfield and stop him from doing anything. Um stopping receivers from being able to get open in the secondary. So I still don't know if I would bring him in, especially knowing how the line is for your team. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. I would just go ahead and wait another week and see if maybe your backup, Gino, who has won for you guys, see if he can handle the offense enough to where you know you guys can be – Okay, you can be in position to win the game. I'm I not saying I, you guys are going to, but to be in a position. I would put Geno Smith in for the first half. And can I say, I am highly surprised Seattle did not pick up Cam Newton. Yeah. I'm very surprised. I'm surprised nobody's picked up Cam Newton. Yeah, that's very shocking. You know how many quarterback positions are right now are pretty, pretty hurting. A lot of ways, like the Jets. Um, but they're focusing on running on rookies more than anything. Um, so well, the Jets don't know what to focus on because they just suck. So it's gonna be hard to really what's gonna be what's gonna be talking about Wilson. I hope he really does come back and play a full game, but I'd rather him play a second half game and let Geno Smith do the first half and see what he can do. If he can finish a uh, game, let him have it. But if he can't, put Wilson in, let him do his thing. But then that brings me to another situation about Seattle. That we all talked about. You can look the other way. You don't care. I don't you don't give a fuck about this. But OBJ, my friend, Odell Beckham Jr. got let go from oh, the Calvin Dra- from the Cle- Cleveland Browns. Pass waiver wire. Now he's a free agent. Oh, he's uh he's gonna get picked up by one of these teams playing in that game. And I feel like there will be three, three te- three pl- three teams in my mind that can happen. Okay. You got the Patriots because it does make sense. It does make sense. Bring them over there. The Packers because Packers are troubling on the wide receiver section. I mean, bad. With injuries, yes. 
They need they need a constant and healthy. They need another guy in there just to make up. Yeah, just another guy. <laughs> um, but also, what he said he wants to do was Seattle Seahawks, and I would love that because that would open up DK, that will open up Lockett. Mm-hmm. But if they're both closed, that bleeds up Odell, which is our always our bad problem. Is cannot finding. We don't have a running back. Our running back sucks dick. Like he just. Uh, he sponsors for a corn dog company because he always have a stick up his ass. Okay, that's what's happening. It's just, but he also said the 49ers, which I don't see that because he wants to go to a winning contending team. That's not a winning contender, uh, contending contender team at all from my eyes. Plus, he doesn't want to be on the same team as Josh Norman. So I, I go Seattle. I hope he goes to Seattle. And the Can best you imagine hit, that San Fran Seattle game, him against Norman. That's what I think he wants to do. Imagine, ah, you want imagine round two. <laughs> once round two, not just once a year, twice a year. <laughs> imagine, bro, this is gonna be amazing. And I think that's what he wants to do is just go back to Josh Norman and say, "Fuck you, dude. I had my better times when I had your ass in my division." <laughs> All right. Like, oh my god. He's like, I know I can beat that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I just I just think it I think that would be way better right now for Odell to go to Seattle because right now Wilson is back. And that brings up Beckham to give him an opportunity. This might be his opportunity. I don't think he's gonna be a first stringer or second stringer because DK and Lockett proven that well enough from stat-wise for Wilson, but that will lead Wilson to give him some shots and give DK um, more open areas to do his thing, to do those deep slant-out, deep uh, deep passes. I'm going to put three things out there, okay, that are going to prove my point of where I know where he's going to go, okay? Just three things. One, Bill Belichick is not going to want somebody in his locker room that's going to cause distractions. And that's what he does. I'd like for him to go to the Patriots because that does sound like a smart move. I honestly don't think that is going to happen. Two. Going to Seattle is not a good move with a 3-5 and five team if you're wanting to be a contender <laughs> and leaving the Cleveland Browns and seeing that you have the Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Rams sitting there in the top of your division, like way atop of the head of your division. I won't say way pl- top. We can possibly uh, do this because the way the way the Rams lost the game, see how they come back for this week's. And San Fran, well, you know, San Fran has to face like uh, uh, L.A. Rams. That brings them two losses in a row. They can't defeat the Cardinals. I don't think we're going to win against right. the Cardinals. I don't think so because our Listen. defense is not going to cover that bullshit all-star fucking 100, 100-year experience altogether fucking bullshit on the other side. Listen, it could happen, but a frog could also not hit its ass every time it hops either. I'm just saying we have potential. You don't give me some hope Listen. when I know you, you have your division locked you in. You know... 
you know that you've not been in this position in a while and you're clinging on for dear life. I am because it's right here. And guess what? It happened before. But three years ago. But it's not going to happen. Three years, three years ago it happened. Almost happened. We didn't get into the playoffs, but we got into the playoffs. But listen, he's not going to sign because it's not secure and safe enough. Okay? Number three. I'm spit slap your ass. Number so three. If Aaron Rodgers is able to play, and if Aaron Rodgers is not able to play, is the deciding factor on whether he decides he wants to Antonio Brown himself into the Green Bay Packers. I'm just saying it. <laughs> I think you. I think this is opportunity to leave. I think this is. His moment he wanted to get the fuck out of Packers. Well, if Aaron Rodgers is not playing, then everything that I just said beforehand gets gets thrown out the damn door. Because I don't think he's going to go to Green Bay because of that. No. If Aaron Rodgers is there, he wants to be there. Now, a dark horse team that I think could get him if they really, really, really pushed, though I think it would be really, really, really stupid... And they're known for doing really, 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 really stupid stuff. The Las Vegas Raiders. Pick it up, Rodgers. I don't think not picking up Rodgers, picking up Beckham. I can see him picking up Beckham, but then again, that is stupid because Beckham's gonna have a time of his life. Then he's gonna get arrested within a week. Well, that might happen, but, you know, it doesn't really matter for the Davis family because they're just going to go ahead and get whoever they want to get. It doesn't really matter what happens. No. Um, <coughs> and I think I think it's probably going to be good for them because now they've got a lot of cap room, not having rugs there. Uh, not trying to say anything bad about that, but not having rugs there, they've got cap room to where they can bring in Odell and take care of his contract. So, and they now have a position open at wide receiver. Yeah, but, like, that's a good choice of it, I, I, I guess. I that's guess. a dark horse team, in my but, opinion. But, but it all speaking depends of, on Rodgers. Speaking of the dark horse, though, Las Vegas Raiders, who is number one in the AFC oh West? Oh, my God. I only, dude... Like this has been pretty troubling that the Las Vegas Los Angeles Chargers five and three, Las Vegas Raiders five and three, Kansas City Chiefs five and four, Denver with that win over the Cowboys brought them to a five. To yeah, I had yeah, to. Yeah, got, I had to. Did you talk shit? They got, I had to. They got four other yeah, wins, and yeah, you got to say yeah, well, that win yeah, over yeah, the Cowboys. Yeah, would that brought them up to tying up with everybody with the loss? If they would have lost, they would have brought them definitely well, two the games Chiefs out. With the win over the Packers, brought them up tall. Uh, exactly five over there. The Chargers with a win over the Eagles. No, you had to say the Broncos. You know what? I remember that next weekend. I remember that. I'll remember that. I can't wait for it. Because right. it's going to happen. Quit bitching. It's going to happen. Quit bitching. <laughs> it's going to happen. Say. We just got to quit bitching about it. So I'm going to have to say, uh, what the games that we picked this week? Uh, the games that we've got picked this week, starting off with our Thursday night game, uh, we have got the Baltimore Ravens at Miami. Uh 
Miami, <laughs> oh, gosh, good luck, guys. I don't think Baltimore's going to have to worry about winning this game in overtime. But if this is another any given Sunday situation or any given football like weekend, it. I mean, it man. Just, I have a feeling it might be it. It might oh, be that upset bullshit. Oh, please tell me you got that feeling. I have that feeling that we might have to oh, pick losers. You better give me that pin, buddy. Pick up losers and and Ravens. But, like, like it's, it's this week. I feel like it is this is week. Is Miami starting their win streak this time of the year? I don't think they will. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they will because they're terrible. You misled, <laughs> you misled me. All right, Baltimore Ravens, I definitely have to pick for this game because they are the better choice out of this. Uh, just the defense on the Miami Dolphins does not look good at all. Defense doesn't look good, and their offense doesn't look good. So, if both don't look good against a team that looks good, then, yeah. I want to obviously pick the team that looks good. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's how it's going to happen. So, you pick the you pick Oh, Baltimore. I definitely pick Baltimore. Pick I know. Them. You ain't getting a lead on me that easily. Nah. That's why I was needing my instrument to write down that you was going to make the biggest mistake of your life, and you misled me. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, so the next game that we picked was the Atlanta Falcons facing the Cowboys. Oh. So Lord. for me talking about this game, I know Darth is gonna. Are you gonna be just picking up? Are you? Are you gonna? Are you, is your streak broken? Is I, your, is, my streak is broken. So regardless of what I pick, it's not streak wise. Um, my picks now are going to be just kind of gut feelings. Okay. All right. So I'm I'm kind of kind of get a little more legit. From now on, with my Cowboys. That's good. That's good because uh, I'm uh, picking the Falcons on this one. You're picking the Falcons on this one. Falcon. The Falcons showed so much heart between all of that. Ryan will throw an interception to Diggs. That will happen, but the main weapon will be Patterson. Well, you know, it really scares me because I kind of agree with you on that. With the Falcons being a hot team right now. Um, Man, just the Falcons, they, they have a lot of grit to them. They don't want to lose games like you saw previously last year where games were just given away once they knew they were down. Um, but I do have to say, though, I don't think Dallas is going to come out two weeks in a row looking like that. I think... No, this is going to be a close game. It's not going to be like I think a blowout. it's going to be a close game. It'll be a very, very close game, but the Falcons will come on top because... I think they they're just still hurting on that, but everybody, but apparently America's picking Dallas over um, this end of the week. I'm picking Dallas in this game. Ooh, well, yep, yep. yep. I think Dallas <laughs> does not play like this two weeks in a row. I think C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, they get back on track. You got Michael Gallup getting ready to come back and play this week. Gonna be another guy in the passing game. Another guy to get some guys open. Yeah, but Zeke was kind of worrying me last weekend with the knee thing going on. Uh, Pollard, I don't think, was ready to go out there and run as much as what he did based off of how everything's gone the previous weeks. But I think I think he's going to be ready this week just in case now. I just think Patterson's going to have another receiving yard year. I think, he, I think he's going to catch more than he's going to run. See? And when he does run, I don't think it's going to happen because Davis is going to be too busy with one person, and that will be fucking Pitts. 
rookie of the year. That's all I'm saying. Offense or defense, I don't care what. Rookie of the year. What? Micah Parsons. Yeah. That's all I'm saying, man. I think he's going to cause a lot of trouble. I think Randy Gregory's going to get back into his form of, you know, being able to be a good pass rusher. I think Cowboys do have this one. I'm going gut feeling I think Cowboys have it. All right, well, I picked the Atlanta Falcons, so that's our one disagreement there. Um, I'm going to have to put New Orleans and Tennessee here uh, this next game, so I will have to ah, say... Ah, dude, this game scares me. This one this does scare another scary game. It's been scary. We picked the scary games. We had to. But this is uh, Saints with a 5-3, and three, Tennessee on a 7-2. and It's close, man, very close. I'm... Without Henry this, having AP, but he did not show very well, it's just going to be very difficult to fucking... This looks like one of those games it. where, like, Tennessee goes out and plays the New York Jets and loses. This is one of those games where New Orleans goes out and plays the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and blows them out. But then again, it could be a game that, you know, Tennessee just dominates and New Orleans just lays an egg. So I, I don't know, man. Um... Gut feeling in Tennessee. I'm gonna give it to Tennessee. Uh, afternoon game, one o'clock. I I think they handle it against New Orleans. I don't think New Orleans is very good outside of the dome, outside of their stadium. Um. So I got Tennessee to win this one, in my opinion. And I I mean I'm not even very sure on that. Like I said, New Orleans could come out and just be on fire, but I think not having a quarterback instead of not having a running back is a bigger difference, to be honest. There is a bigger difference, so I will have to say Tennessee also. Because I just don't trust this. I just don't trust the quarterback section for for the Saints. Mm-hmm. They're going to end up being five and four. It's going to be very tough unless that Saints team just goes out of nowhere. But we'll just see. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll just have to see. Um, but the next game coming up, 1 o'clock Sunday, Cleveland Browns at the New England Patriots. Uh, New England running high right now, getting all these wins, coming back, and looking like a team that going to make a playoff push, man. Going to be one of those playoff push teams. And you got Cleveland, you know, they don't look very good against a, a very lowly Pittsburgh Steelers team, but then comes out and blows out Cincinnati who had been hot previously. Then you got Chubb back for the Browns. Browns looked really good having Chubb back, carrying the load a lot more. Um, Not having OBJ, I think, really allows them to not have a lot of drama in the locker room. Uh, I mean, he's just... He's a diva, man. He's a diva. Straight diva. He is. That's why Dez Bryant is not in the NFL, even though he was still a good receiver. He was still a good receiver when Dallas let go of him. Yeah. And no one wanted him because he was a diva in the locker room. That's what happened to him now. Same thing with T.O. He was a diva in the locker room. No one wanted to have him. That's why he bounced around. Okay. I respect that. I respect your choices on that. Um, I'm going to have to save for this game. Man. I'm going to let you say first. I ain't picking my pick yet. Mine's going to have to be the Patriots. You're going to have to be the Patriots? It has to be the Patriots because it's just... That defense looked really good. 
It's gonna be a close game, field goal. I, I don't. I just think they're gonna pick them off a lot more than they're gonna. This gonna be a defense game. This gonna be a defense game. You know, I think you're right. I think it's gonna be New England. I think New England keeps riding the hot streak that they've got right now. I think Mac Jones has control of that offense. He's got command of it. They have respect for him at the helm at quarterback. I think he's with his work working with Nick Saban in Alabama really allows him to be a productive quarterback under the type of regime that Bill Belichick has. I think Saban and Belichick are two like peas in a pod. They're very similar in ways in how they coach and how they come about the game of football. And I think Mac Jones being there, like I said, with Nick Saban in Alabama allowed him to understand more of how Belichick is and be able to respond in a positive way. Whereas other players, you know, not all players, especially now that they're being paid millions of dollars, want a guy who's in their ass all the time. Yeah. And Belichick's going to be a guy who's in your ass all the time. Yeah, that is... I I, I mean, so <laughs> I think Mac Jones, probably the best pick of the draft in the first round quarterback-wise. Mm-hmm. He was. And possibly best pick in the first round offensive-wise. He, he may be offensive rookie of the year this year. He might be. I can see that. I can definitely see that. I I, I think the Patriots are going to win this. Yeah, I agree with you. You agree with me. So I'm, I'm going to have to be going to the next game here. And Oh, dude, this is a hard game for me to pick because there's so many variables in this game. So many variables. So much that we don't know right now on this Tuesday going into this Four o'clock Sunday game, which is will be Seattle facing the Packers. It's it's Seattle Packers, man, and you got two different quarterbacks. That it all depends on if one plays or the other one plays, or if they both play. You know, I, I don't know what to do. Is Geno Smith better than Jordan Love? Yes. Are you sure? Yes, veteran going over a rookie that. Played like shit his first game. I mean, and, the, and yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna pick. I mean, Smith if it's Jordan John. Love, I'm definitely bringing the blitz because he, he he can't do shit with the blitz. No. Um. But man, it. it I know it's so, it's so hard, hard to it's choose. A, it's so hard for me too, but uh, I, I know I, why it's hard for you. I'm gonna have to go. Fuck you. I have to go with. Yeah, who are you choosing? My who home, are you choosing? I'm gonna go with my. My flag. I'm gonna go with Seattle. I'm gonna pick Seattle over the Packers. I feel like if Jordan Love does play, uh, and Geno Smith does play, Seattle will win. If Geno, uh, if Jordan Love and Wilson plays, Seattle. If 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 it's the other way around for Geno Smith, me and the starter Rogers, Packers. But if right, Wilson, hey, listen, are are we locking this in Seattle or not? Yes, I'm, yes, okay, yes, okay. As long as we got that, then you can just keep talking. Well, yeah, well, yeah but I gotta sit here. <laughs> I gotta sit here listening to you yabber and yabber about fucking tell bullshit. To me, tell to me. I just think that's how it's gonna happen because it's just a matter of factor of the being who's gonna be the starting quarterback. And that's our trouble right now, not knowing who it is, except what we knowledge is right now, and that is Wilson. It, it is. And Rogers not being in there. 
it is it's so hard to like really make a decision but I, if I have to if I have to make this decision I really wish I'd have made this decision when your dad was here <laughs> Green Bay picking Green Bay eh? I'm picking the pack You're fucking picking I'm Green picking Bay. the pack I I trust that defense more against the Seattle offense than I do the Seattle defense versus the Green Bay offense. I think name? you've got a couple good players on defense. I think you've got good players on offense if they have Russell Wilson at quarterback. And even with Russell at quarterback, I think that line just... And it kind of looks like the Dallas Cowboys line did last weekend, every weekend. Yeah. I, I, Seattle. I'm, I'm glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I wish, I wish I could have made this pick at a different time. Um, I wish your dad would have been here to have done that. All right. So, yeah, that that scared the living shit out of me. All right. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna go on to. The fucking god damn it! God damn it! The people know. Oh my god! Whatever. We're gonna continue. With oh this. no! I can't wait because we're gonna go back to this game now. That I see. Nope. Nope. Oh, we going back to it. So we're going to KC Chiefs. Um, Sunday night game facing the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. In Las Vegas. I'm going to have to pick Las Vegas for this one because the defense does not look good and the offense looked better than than the Packers did. This Kansas City-Las Vegas game is a really big game. Um, I honestly think that you're correct in that saying that Vegas is going to win. And that's because Kansas City, like I said, does not look like a good team like they have the last couple of years. No. If Packers would have had Aaron Rodgers, they would have won last weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, hands down, they would have won. Um, and then, you know, looking at Derek Carr, I think Derek Carr being at home really feeds off the energy of his home team, off his home crowd. And they look really good in their stone stadium. Legion Stadium really looks good on them. Yeah. It it, it, it does. We'll just see how it goes at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I just feel like Las Vegas is going to take that. Um, for the next uh, situation of a game will have to be the Monday night game. <laughs> L.A. Rams facing San Francisco 49ers. Uh, this kind of looks like it's pretty, pretty easy to say who's going to win this game. Uh, Raiders, or Rams, I mean, Los Angeles Rams, not Los Angeles Raiders. Uh, Los Angeles Rams uh, have a really good offense, and I think they want to throw a lot of touchdowns against this very bad San Francisco team. Yeah. And I think it helps you out, so let's go ahead and let Rams win, so that way you can get in that very last hopeful wild card. That's what I'm, ho- that's what I'm hoping for, so <laughs> I'm definitely picking the Rams because of my Seattle hopes. Um, but for statistics-wise and stats and everything, I Rams because they have a better offense than the defense of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So that just makes sense on the stats situation. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's our complete six games. 
Yeah, and you know, going into this last week, I was down by a few games, wasn't I, Cheese? He was down by three. I'm, but I'm then, and then three. now, and then that last week I failed and picked the wrong games. Um, that he ended up being tied back with me. So that's very good. Good job. Congratulations. No, I want to shake your hand. Congratulations. Oh, well, I'm going to win. So no, you're not going to we'll win. shake hands after that moment, too. No, no, you're good. We're good. Be ready to shake hands then. And when we shake hands, the other hand's going to have a one chip death challenge. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. And I'm not playing no fantasy football. No, I'm going to win this. <laughs> Tied up 32 to 22. 32 to 22. You know, staying ahead of our uh, picks right now, you know, not, not going, going negative. The negative. That's, that's good. That's good. That's something I'm very happy yeah, about. Very yeah, because we, yeah, we know something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That means if we were in the negative a lot, we don't know nothing. Oh, <laughs> if I was in the negative a lot, then we'd stop this pick thing. We'd just talk about the games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'd just stop picking things. Um, but for next week's buys, we're going to actually have the Bears, Bengals, Giants, and Texans on their buys. So, um, yeah, a couple teams that really need their buys. Yes, definitely. Uh, they need to take a break. Definitely the Bengals need to regroup. What the fuck that is going on with their heads? Um, but for now, it's going to lead, lead us to our next category of the power rankings. Yes, the power rankings. Dun, dun, dun. We have a big shakeup in power rankings, I believe. Yeah, this is the biggest shakeup that we I, probably had. Last, like, last week, we had a lot of shakeups. This week, it's been holy fuck. Bye-bye, everybody. Yeah, bye-bye, Birdie. <laughs> yeah, just bye-bye. So we're going to go off of uh, the, our bottom threes. And, uh, Darth, what is your bottom three? Uh, my bottom three has a little bit of a shakeup since Jacksonville can't be in it after beating Buffalo. Um, Detroit, you had the bye, so you didn't have a chance to prove to me that you were any better than what you were. So, Detroit, you are still number one, which is the worst team in the NFL. Um, number two spot, uh, Houston, you lost to Miami, so you suck too. And Miami, you barely beat Houston, so you suck too. So, Houston is my number two spot, and because Miami beat Houston, I've got them in my number three spot. So, bottom three, Detroit, Houston, Miami. What do you got there, Cheese? I have to agree with you on all three, actually. On uh, all three? On all three. Detroit, number one, Houston, number two, Miami, number three. Is same reasons. It doesn't make sense in Detroit. I'm sorry, but prove me wrong when you win a goddamn game. Yeah, you okay? gotta win. It doesn't matter if you've played teams hard you gotta win uh for but we're gonna start with my top five here um i'm glad something finally took him out of the freaking lineup no, that's <laughs> so we just got breaking news just happened six minutes ago actually of uh dallas cowboys to try out kickers as uh greg Z zerlin zerline zerline is on the COVID-19 list as tested positive. So that's that's interesting. That just happened. Well, maybe we won't miss so many field goals <laughs> this weekend. Yeah, maybe. Let's we'll see who's your starter. It's going to be that fucking, what is it, the, inc the invincible moment. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the Tony Danza, the Philadelphia garbage-kicking, field-goal-making dude. Oh, my God. That's such a terrible movie. <laughs> terrible fucking movie. But uh, all right, so for power rankings, we're gonna go with mine, which is the bottom. We're gonna start from five to the number one. Mm -hmm. So for number five, I will have to say, oh my god, it's so tough. It is just tough. 
to really think about all this. So I'm going to have to say the Chargers being number five. They won. They got their game. I'm happy. They brought them back self up to even up with everybody in their division. If they would have lost that game, that would have been very troubling for them. Mm -hmm. um, number four. Fucking hell. Number four is just difficult, but I have to say the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens did a really good job. Proud of them. Let's see what they can do. Mm -hmm. uh, Going to do with the Packers. No, Rams. Rams. Sorry. Rams. Rams. Put them on the number three. I have to because they lost. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But, but they lost to a good team. They lost to a good team. That's 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 a good thing about it. Uh, number two will have to be the Packers because of the loss. I'm putting them right there for right now for this week. Okay, so don't give me that look. Okay, they lost. They were number one last week. Arizona was three. It was four. So I'm gonna hear yours after this one. But I'm gonna put the Cardinals as number one. Because they did win their game. They are the only team right now that is 8-1. That's what happens. So, just give me yours, bitch. Ah, well, for my top five. Um, you got a lot of teams that we agree on. You threw a curveball at me there at number two. Um, really surprised me. Um, but going in at number five, I'm going to put the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, they're still a really good team. They lost to a really good team, but I'm going to go ahead and put them in at number five. Um, doesn't mean that I definitely think that they're, you know, lower than number three. They could be in that third spot. Just there's a couple teams, you know, I think, you know, kind of nudges them out. And one of those teams is, I agree with you, on number four, which is Baltimore. Baltimore finds ways to win, man. They... Get into tough positions. They get down in rough situations, being down by scores, and somehow come back and convert a fourth and twenty-eight. And I, I don't know. They they, they just do it. Um, so I got Baltimore sitting there at number four. Uh, number three, I'm putting them in there because I still think they're a good football team. And even though we did not see them play this past week, I think seeing some of the other teams lose the way they did allowed them to move. That's Tampa Bay. Oh my god. I got Tampa Bay at number three. Um, you got you got Brady still looking like he's going to be an MVP, dude. Got MVP numbers. Best numbers he's had his whole career. Kind of doing what Peyton was doing when he went to Denver. Dude, I'm... I gotta go with Tampa Bay at number three. Uh, number two, which I'm, this is where I'm really surprised. I didn't see them show up. Uh, but if you are able to put the Rams at number three, you ought to be able to put the team that beat them at number two, which is the Tennessee Titans. Got the Tennessee Titans at number two. Even without having Derrick Henry, their defense looks really good and looks like they're going to carry that team. And you know what they say, geez, defense wins championships. They do. So I got to go with that Tennessee defense against a really strong Los Angeles Rams offense. They looked dominant. Mm 
who's your number one? Number one has to be Arizona. Because they are the only one under like one one loss team. Oh, not only that, because you know they end up losing Murray and Hopkins, and they still look like a team that can just do whatever they want to on the football field. Jonathan James Conner did, did and, a good job, and the defense, you know, came out and played a good game, even not having JJ Watt. You know, the defense was never an issue uh, coming into the season, and the offense was just, you know, are these guys going to click? You know, having all this talent around them, well, not even having the talent around them, they were able to do it. So that shows a lot to me. You know, that's where I was looking at Cowboys last week and moved them up so high, where I was like, you know, they didn't have their starting quarterback. They still want a game like this. I got some trust in them. Then they get their starting quarterback, and then they lay a fucking shit dump on my fucking chest. And I'm sitting here like, why did you do this to me? He should have just sat out. <laughs> Make you feel like an idiot. Um, but yeah, my top five in order, starting at one, Arizona, two, Tennessee, three, Tampa Bay, four, Baltimore, five, Los Angeles Rams. That's not bad. You did a lot of changes. I did a lot of changes. Super no, a lot of changes after last week. Last it's, week was, it, was, yeah, there was a difference. There was definitely a difference. Yeah, I thought we were gonna have uh, kind of a similar power ranking top five. To be honest with you, right. I thought we was gonna have more change ups in the bottom three and have more differences in it. But top five, yeah, you got it. And that's why we do these power rankings. That's why we do them, because, you know, some teams just really freaking surprise us week to week. Without these power rankings, it wasn't like we can only actually go The only team that on. we've really kept on there is Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. Well, there's, there's why? Because they're the only ones being number one every goddamn time. Even though when yep. they lose a game, everybody else loses a game and they're still number one. Yep. So, but, hey, that's our uh, week 10 fucking picks, our power rankings. Our episode. This that's that's a, week ten in the books. We we are halfway through this season, everybody. Is everybody happy about this? I I'm enjoying it. I know I am. I'm fucking happy about this. I mean, you know, last week was kind of a kick to the groin, seeing how everything turned out. But you know, we uh, we've had a good run of it so far. Yeah, it was crazy. But uh, you know. We're going into this week. It's starting to get down to the wire now. Yeah, it is. Uh, Teams are making their playoff pushes and getting their seedings intact. Some teams are getting their draft scouting boards ready, knowing their season's over. Um, you got some guys that... You got you know, teams worrying about first-round picks. You got teams worrying about load management also right now. Yeah, who's going to be head coach? Who's going to be letting Who's going to be letting go? Mm-hmm. This is the time you usually see quarterback uh, head is, coaches kind of leave. This is getting into that push, you know. We got you know Thanksgiving coming up. You know, once Thanksgiving you know comes and goes, you know that's the that's the time when everybody really makes their big push. And we've got you know this period coming up right before that. You know, teams really need to make their stand right now. You know, statistics show that most teams that lose throughout their Novembers and Decembers are less likely to make the playoffs and if they do make it are less likely to win in the playoffs but teams that you know may start off slow but make their playoff pushes in november december really clicking really getting their chemistry going are teams that honestly have more of a chance of making the super bowl so you know 
Teams like the Cowboys that looked hot. Six-game win streak. They could just end up being just absolutely terrible the rest of this run. End up only having six wins. Never know. Yeah, you can really if the never Packers tell. don't get Rodgers, are they going to win any more games? Yeah. Are they? You know, it's, it's you know, one of those things that, you know, this time of the year, you really have to show people, you know, what kind of team you are. And by now, you should know what kind of team you are. Mm-hmm. You should. But, yeah, week 10 in the books, man. Yeah. Oh, it's been really good. I do, do appreciate having week 10 with you, buddy. Yeah, I love it. I love doing this. Love being with you. Love getting together and watching these games and being able to form mm-hmm. our opinions and see the things and really detail everything the way we do on Sundays, you know, when we watch. And I think it's pretty awesome. No. I can't. I just can't wait for the future when we talk about more mm-hmm. hockey and everything else. I just can't wait. I know. I'm excited for it. Um, we'll be doing that probably. I think around week 14 is when we usually pop it into another sport. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's throw it out there. Congratulations, your Atlanta Braves baseball team. We already talked about this last week. I know. I just love saying it. Oh my! God. <laughs> I just want to talk about it. Well, hey, thank you very much for joining today's uh, podcast. Oh. And. Uh, you know, we'll get back to you next week doing our scoreboard. Yep. Back with each other. Back doing our thing. Uh, week 11. Hopefully we got some good news from our Cowboys and our Seahawks. Yeah, hopefully. That's just, I just, either way, hopefully it'll be a good game. But, um, yeah, I just hope it'll be... Let's go Seattle, man. Let's go Seahawks. I hope how, we do something. How about them Cowboys? Fuck your Cowboys. But hey, thank you very much for joining today's podcast. Thank you for listening. And uh, don't forget to press that follow and subscribe button over at YouTube uh, if you are listening on YouTube. Otherwise, we are also on Spotify. Thank you very much, Durable, for the ads on the middle and giving us a little break. And thank you, Jazz, for uh, last week. Thanks for being uh, the guy to step in for us, Durable, and taking care of things for us. Yep. Yep. And yeah, thank you very much, guys. Uh, And. Darth, thank you very much. Thank you, Cheese. And I'll see you next week. All right. Same bat time, same bat channel. Always, bro. Stay cheesy, my friends.